this whole thing of like, uh, I, I do this type of training, I do CrossFit, oh, I do, I'm a, I'm a, I'm an endurance athlete, oh, I go to Zumba, I love Zumba. There is no good, good or bad. Like you get a lot of, unfortunately, you get a lot of instructors and so-called uh, experts who sort of go, oh, oh Zumba's crap, or oh, you don't want to do CrossFit, you're going to get injured all the time. Who, who cares? Like, as long as you're doing something, but you're doing it well, and you're not getting injured, then, then that should be the best workout for you. Hey guys, and welcome to Group Fitness Real Talk, where we talk about all the things that instructors need to know in the post-pandemic world. This is Reality Bites, where we take a single bite-sized piece of information that's important to group fitness professionals, and we discuss it for 10 minutes, coming to a conclusion with a group fitness expert. Today's expert is Sam Ryder. How are you, Sam? I'm good. Fantastic. Ah, <laughs> I see that, that we're improving. We're improving. Okay. So you yeah, know the deal. I'm going to set the timer for 10 minutes. I'm going to let you talk on this topic and I want to hear everything you have to know. So today's topic is the concept of the best workout. So I want you to picture this. You're in the gym, a new client or someone new to exercise comes up and they say to you, I want you to tell me what the best workout is or I've heard that Barry's boot camp is the best workout in the world. Tell me your thoughts. 10 minutes starts now. So what is the best workout? Yes. So someone comes up to me and says, what's the best workout? Best workout is any workout. Any workout is the best workout. Or I, th- I think you even said before, um, the workout you didn't do is the best workout. <laughs> no, the, way, no, no, no. the best workout is the workout that you will do. This, this is this is my view, so I, uh-huh. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but as you know, it, like it depends because the best workout for a CrossFit champion is going to be different to the best workout for someone that is sedentary and sitting on the couch. And for them, the best workout is whatever will get them the fuck off the couch. Uh, but then it's, 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 it's exactly, it's defining what best is. What does best mean? Best workout. Like for me, every workout is the best workout because I'm doing something rather than nothing. And that's key. Like my, I'll give you a perfect example. My mum, God bless her, she's not here anymore. But when she used to ring me constantly, ask me the same question. Uh, oh, what was I the question? To, I start losing some weight. Oh, uh, what's <laughs> what? What can I do? What's the best best thing I should be doing? And I was like, right. Well, I know my mum. So, mum, the answer is anything. <laughs> do anything <laughs> because that's opposite to nothing. <laughs> to what you do, yeah. So it's looking like you've just said. Oh, it depends on that person, but yeah. Any any worker is the best worker. Like as long as you're doing something, but doing it well, like we mentioned before in other podcasts, yeah. like how you move, making sure that when you're moving, you're moving well and moving well for you, how you move, looking at your 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 capabilities and moving well for you. But my mum didn't do any exercise. So if she went out and did a walk, and that's gonna be the best workout for her. If she went out and decided to go to the gym and do a gym session, it's the best workout. Anything as long as she's doing something. And that's where most people need to start. I know I'm generalizing now and just novices, people that don't train, but if if you're looking to start a, a training program and you don't do anything, then just do something, but do it well. well then get is... good at it. And then once you're really good at it, do something else and then get really good at that. Yeah. And then do something <laughs> yeah. else and get, just keep so... doing that. And that is the best way to work out. I agree. And I think that that comes to the crux of the question, right? Because I don't think this, like, this isn't a question that people who exercise regularly ask because they're aware that, you know, you can have a workout that's a combination workout that targets everything, or you can have a focused workout, or you can have a weight workout, or you can have a cardio workout. And anyone who's in fitness knows that. This is a question that gets asked by people who are coming from a position of no knowledge and they want to like maximize their time and minimize their effort. And often they're starting from nothing. 
Uh, and that's why I've answered it as, as that as that as that example of oh, they don't need to do anything anyway. But yeah, it's it's like this whole thing of like uh, I, I do this type of training, I do CrossFit, oh, I do I'm a, I'm a I'm an endurance athlete, oh, I go to Zumba, I love Zumba. There is no good good or bad. Like you get mm. a lot of unfortunately you get a lot of instructors and so called uh, experts who, who sort of go oh, oh Zumba's crap or oh, you don't want to do CrossFit, you're going to get injured all the time. Who who care? Like as long as you're doing something, but you're doing it well. Yeah. and you're not getting injured, then, then that should be the best workout for you. As long this as you're is an interesting of- question because I, I, I disagree with a lot of people um, on this point in that I think that as as sort of CrossFit and lifting and Instagram has come out, you have a lot of people who want to talk about, you know, correct lifting technique or they want to talk about, you know, if you're going to spend an hour working out, you should be doing X, Y, Z. And I have to disagree in that if someone just turns up and does – like if someone turns up, provided they're not moving in an unsafe way, I think that we should preface everything with unsafe movement is never great. Yeah. However, if someone's not moving at all and their choice is performing a movement with a really lightweight or no weight quite badly, but better than not moving at all, that is better than not moving. And I think there's some fitness professionals who are like, well, you're better off not doing anything than doing it wrong. I totally disagree. That is, that is absolutely no, and that's, that's great great. And that's, and that, and that, and most of those haven't got a clue anyway, in terms of like <laughs> uh, actual lifting credit, like as long as it's, cause it's, it's moving for me, moving for you are two different things. So if, if you're going to do a movement, I'm going to do a movement is make sure that it's safe and effective for you and safe, effective for me. Hence why the whole profession exists with personal trainers. You're supposed to be able to work with that client and make sure they move well for them. And it's not about like having the most amazing cleaning technique is make sure they're safe and therefore are effective because then they're not yeah. going to get injured. And then, they're going to come back to you and pay you for another session and you're going to you're going to retain that client because they're injury free and they're progressing and that's the only way that it and it works the same in group x but it's harder because you've got a large group of people mm. that it needs to be safe and effective for them to come back to your class and you have those high numbers those high volumes of people coming through the door and it's like, oh yeah this workout i'm enjoying it it's great it's great because they're not getting injured because they're moving safe and effectively yeah this makes me think of um the so <clears throat> and this is uh, the concept of the squat and body pump right and so you have a squat and body pump and the rule and body pump yeah. for anyone that's taught which uh. like most fitness instructors yeah 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 but you don't go below parallel and uh, as crossfit came in and people started doing deep squats and they were like oh but it's only a half squat what's the point well, my view was always the point is body pump is designed to be taught to a wide range of people. Most people don't have fantastic mobility, particularly once you hit the knee line, right? Like anything lower than that is going to put more stress on the uh, hip, the ankle, the knee. If you're doing it correctly and you have good mobility, it's obviously a better movement for your body. It's going to activate more muscle. It's going to work on more mobility. But if you're not able to actually watch that person, you've got a class of 30 people, then keeping it above the knee is probably not the worst idea. Your thoughts on this? On, on that movement specifically, yeah, it, it's kind of gone. It's, it's kind of gone full circle. But also, this is where I, I see body pump as just like a resistance cardio class. <laughs> like it's not a resistance, not a weights class. Let's be honest. It's no, just it's, move, not, it's just it's moving not. with a little bit of weight. Or yeah, yeah. It's, well, all, all group X formats are because it's, yeah, I agree. It's, it's like even ours. You can't unless mm. you could you could apply heavy loads if you want to, but then you need to be sensible about the the, the rep ranges and the times yeah. that you're using the time frame. But but yeah, like if we look specifically at the squat, it's a, it's an interesting one because the squat itself, like you said, our oh, crossfit. Oh, unless you go down, you need to go past parallel because 
you're going to then for get more of a stretch and potentially bigger range of motion, recruit more muscle fibers. Mm. Well, now there's been science has come out and actually said that going parallel is suffice. And like you said, generally for everybody, that is a safe, effective range to work through. You could argue with functionality, sitting on a chair, most angles are at 90 yeah. degrees. Um, you could you could argue the ability of flexion uh, dorsi, sorry, plant flexion and dorsiflexion, more more dorsiflexion, more dorsiflexion at the ankle. People who have an inability to dorsiflex efficiently, like yourself, for example, yes. aren't going to get past parallel anyway. Or if you've got a, an inability at the hip to do the same thing, or if you're not very stable and strong within your mm-hmm. pelvis and your spine, you're not going to be able to get a depth. So yeah, actually, ninety degrees is 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 suffice. Or oh, thighs, sorry, thighs parallel to the ground. It's not ninety degrees because you need tracking forward. Um, but yeah, thighs parallel to the ground is suffice. Going further, right? So we're kind of, so we're kind of talking here. We talked about best workout. Now we're talking about the best type of squat, and the answer is yeah, the same sure. for both, right? It's the one that you do, <laughs> or it's the one yeah, that it's you the one that you do. <laughs> as long as you're doing something, but like when I'm saying, when I use the example of do something good, good at it, do something else. Like if you don't want to get good at it, just make sure you are moving safely and effectively. But then yeah. do something else. Can say because yeah, it does get boring doing the same thing. And that, but like to say, well, like, this oh, is where body pump is great, right? Because it's it's not it's maybe not the best squat in the world, but you know the music and the group class and all of the the instructor yeah. motivating you that gets someone in doing it, and them doing a exactly. squat that a CrossFitter might think is substandard or suboptimal is better than no squat. <laughs> exactly, it's it's all about linking that mental, you know, that psychological that and then those endorphins of feeling great after workout as well as moving well, making sure mm. you're injury free. Like, what might be a best workout for for you might not be a best workout for me. Like, I'm not too fussed if the music's pumping and like everyone's like woo-woo, like but, but you might be and so but as long as as long as like we said it's it's safe and effective then 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 that's the key and just doing something I agree and so the answer to what's the best workout could be walking could be yeah. playing golf yeah could be yeah. could be like a game of uh like um what's that thing tennis on a string what do you call that pole pole tennis <laughs> it could yeah. be pickleball is becoming very because popular for you to, for you, for, if we go back to like those people starting programs like for you to longevity for you to actually progress and be and continue to train and you've got to enjoy it right you're not going to do a work yeah. you don't enjoy people most people say like oh I don't go to the gym because I don't enjoy it. Well, do something you do enjoy because that's gonna that's gonna be your best best workout, the thing that you enjoy doing. Just do that. Right. And like there's no And for 85% of the planet, uh just doing anything is going to be the best thing you yeah. can do for your body. Cause right now you're doing of nothing. like if you're an athlete, it's a completely different thing, isn't yeah. it? It's like these are these are these are that's a completely different different oh, topic. There's our time. I think I think we solved that one. So the best workout is the one that you will do, end of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just to also say, like, people that always go, oh, you don't do that, you don't do this, oh, it's rubbish, do this. They're, they're, most of the time, they've never done that workout. They've never tried <laughs> it. Like, people, just people some people go, oh, Zumba shit, don't do Zumba. Like, have you done Zumba before? Well, no, nah, but, like, <laughs> not lifting weights, is it? Like, eh? Like, say, same thing with, like, free weights and machines. or oh, free weights better than machines. Why? Oh, they're more <laughs> functional, are they? For what, my nana, who can't do a... A, a, a squat of a bar can she go on the leg press and that safety and effectively yeah <laughs> anyway I'll shut up now okay so today's topic is a piece of research that came across my desk recently I'm going to start the timer and we're going to talk about it but it is all about the best time of day to exercise so 
in this groundbreaking research, it's established the best times of day to exercise. And in this study, an international team of scientists has carried out a study to help gauge how and why exercise performed at different times of the day can have different effects on the body. So that's the introduction, Sam. What's your initial thoughts? Why? Why, why, why? Why why even spend the money, the time, the effort into doing a study like this when, like we've just mentioned on a previous podcast, you know, most people just need to be doing something and doing it safely and effectively. Anything is going to be better than nothing. And yet we're looking at times of day for (laughs) cells and metabolisms and energy systems. (laughs) It's absolutely in my opinion it's just mad it's just trying to put the 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 cart before the horse you know it's, it's just it's, it's just mad like why i don't get it don't get it and then have you uh, I, I said to you i started reading it and then i had to stop because I was <laughs> but then when i did actually read all the way through it um just even how it was done the research like if you're going to look at any study or any snippet you get from a magazine you then need to obviously google it and try and find the actual journal and research itself and then deciding yourself whether this is actually any good for um, it, it, whether it's any whether it's reliable whether it's actually like because I give you some. No, you keep going, keep going. Well, did you read what the, that study was done on? Tell me. In terms of, so it's done on mice. <laughs> Which I think it's surprising how often research gets quoted and the headline doesn't give you nearly enough of the context, right? No, nah, no. Nah. So because I, I had to delve into it and I was like, well, I'm going to read it more. And I was like, hold on a minute. The article has like a picture of this woman in the gym. And I was yeah. like, wow. Well, and I was, and straight away I was thinking, oh, they've done this on the pool. Let me see how many people they've used. Let me see the age range. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What was the control? The, Did they use all age ranges? Yeah. Did they use all ethnicities? Yeah, like all the, the things control, you would expect. The, yeah. And then it was like, oh, this was uh, for mice. And I was like, this cannot have been published in this magazine. I was like, who is funding this? Who is wanting this? Yes, uh, here's like- the thing that I, that I find interesting about this is that I, I actually do think that there is a place for scientists doing research on things that are of this depth and nature. That is fine. Understanding like the, you know, the human circadian rhythm, we know so little about like sleep and like uh, general biological processes. Like you think that we know a lot, but we really don't know that much at all. So having people whose focus is doing a PhD study, sitting in a laboratory, studying this sort of stuff is really, really good. Where I take issue with this is the application. So I'm going to link to this article in the show notes, but um, this article says, (laughs) after saying that this new study had been done, which we've obviously talked about, um, there was a quote which said, these are incredibly important research findings that will enable health clubs, spa, and wellness operators to offer significantly more impactful interventions. Now we can design <laughs> exercise schedules to enable members and customers to achieve specific outcomes in terms of well-being and enable operators to significantly raise their game to benefit instructors. Thoughts on that, Sam? Well, I, I owned a gym uh, about seven years. <laughs> And if I had to then make that gym a 24-hour gym and then start moving my timetable around and get people to come in and teach classes at times that they weren't teaching before, all because I'm trying to make sure someone has better sleep or 
Oh, it's just madness. It's just—it's going to be detrimental to the health club. It's not going to be beneficial. It's going to—it's going to cause all sorts of problems. How, how's that going to work? Well, here's the I thing, know. right? Is that like it is—it's detrimental to the health club because the reality is what we've specifically just talked about is how there are particular times, and while it doesn't go into this depth in the article, what we can be certain of with the enough that we know is that. There might be some um, certain times of day that work better for certain types certain of people, people, but it's exactly. going to be it's going to be individual, right? Like there's right. enough yeah. individual variation so take, in the human so race. Take, take me, take me for example. If I've just come off night shift, like, like for the people listening, I, I'm working there uh, as a as a as a firefighter. So yeah. if I'm coming off a, a night shift where I've been in from six p.m. till nine in the morning, like is, is this going to apply to me? Like. I don't think it is. Like, what, what, what's a? They did it on mice, so we already established. <laughs> and, and B, if they started doing it on on actual people and and their, their lifestyles, and you know, there's so many. Well, this is a little bit like a play. It, it's Nut- fine theoretically, nutri- right? Nutrition, work, work schedules, family life. Like, so exactly. Like, what is the actual the point of this research? When because the thing is, this research would be great if you were a. Um, a you know a person on a spaceship going to another planet, and your sole job was to do things at the optimal time. Yeah, <laughs> but once or, you put or, it into society or, with kids and work and jobs and and times, yeah. Or this would be great if I was Mickey Mouse. Do you know what I mean? This would be fantastic <laughs> if I was actually a mouse, but I'm not a mouse, so it's completely like I said, cut cut before the horse makes no sense. Just do like I'm all for doing some research and some studies, but like you mentioned. Um, a lot of stuff is literally um, out of date. We don't know enough sports science itself. So is- even if this, so it, let's let's take a different example. Let's say that this um, that this research had been done on a peer reviewed group of uh, human beings across different age range ethnicity cohorts, um, controlling for all the things that need to be controlled for, and it came out with a um, a recommendation that. Um, for this type of person, this is the best time to achieve the biggest reduction of type 2 diabetes. And it gave you a time period that was, um, let's say, 3 p.m. till 5 p.m. Um, uh, how useful would that be in practice, do you think? Well, it's obviously a bit more credible for, for that person. But then well, why should a gym or any form of business then try and operate? And give, there's no way of catering for every single person and every single uh, benefit type condition. So that like example, type 2 diabetes or or someone who wants to improve their sleep. Or like you're not going to – it's going to be impossible for – for um, the gym would have to actually run classes – 24-7. Or, or you're just getting train, into the hyper-personalization way that that maybe we can do one day with technology and when we have, you know, blood glucose sensors that are actually attached to us at all times. But until then. Oh. <laughs> God, it's just too much. Like going back to what we said on the previous podcast, just move. <laughs> move well <laughs> that's the that's the answer it seems so simple but the most simple answers normally are the ones but but yeah i just i couldn't get over this one i'm gonna i'm gonna have to have a yeah yeah this is where i have to like i have to take issue with uh publicizing something that just shouldn't be publicized i think nah, that's the problem right a- this headline should not exist in a fitness industry publication is my opinion no nah. Definitely, definitely not. It's not. It has no place whatsoever in there. And, and like I said, anybody who does read any of these, please, 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 always take them with a pinch of salt until you've read the actual research and journal itself. Exactly. Um, fake news. Fake news. Oh, everywhere. There's always fake news. Unfortunately, the, this industry is, is is full of it. And like you said, because it's an ever evolving. There's more research. There's more learning going into it because it's 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 
it's, it's catching up. It's catching up. You know, med- the medical world itself is catching up, and therefore the sports science world is is having to catch up. You know, if you go and do a medical it's degree or problem, sports right, science degree, the 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 conclusion that you come to will often be drawn by the conclusion that you are seeking to prove or disprove. Right? Like, if you've done any form yeah. of science, you know that you have a hypothesis and you have to disprove or prove the hypothesis. But if your hypothesis is um, the type of workout that I really want to sell you is good, then you can very much <laughs> create exactly. a uh, created scientific data-driven study yeah. that will tell you that your workout is good. But, you know, uh, there might be another study of hypothesis that will find it bad. Exactly. That's why going back to what we said, when you do want to check any form of research, check who's funding that research. Because like yeah. you said, if they want you to, if they want that that specific result just to better their business or product or medication or whatever it may be then it's not why quite true. anyone can argue any yeah, any scientists and uh you know mind out there can can argue for it as long as it's benefiting them or the organizational business anyway. <laughs> so somehow we've gone from talking about the best time of day to exercise to the um the problems of big pharma and data and research <laughs> so it's probably a good time to end it there thank you sam so the answer to the best time of day to exercise is well, you can probably guess it if you've listened to this podcast before, the time that you'll actually do it. Thanks, Sam. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to subscribe for all the latest episodes wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, please drop us a review. You can also get in touch with me at will at shiftfitnesswithaone.com. I'm Will Brereton, and you've been listening to Group Fitness Real Talk.